Welcome to today's Stand Up Stand Up, the only stand up meeting where tech professionals and comedy intersect. Every episode, we have two parts. The first part is an open roundtable discussion about a different IT topic. The second part is essentially an open mic where each comedian gets a chance to perform about one minute worth of open mic comedy. At the end of the week, we try and put all those bits together and we each do a pre presentation. We each do a performance of that uh, one minute set then uh, based on all the rest of the work from the week. That as you listen, while comedy is constructed, refined, and polished, we hope you learn something from the first part of the meeting where we have a roundtable discussion. So we hope it's entertaining. We hope it's enlightening. We hope you enjoy it. Thanks for being here. Let's get into it. All right. Well, uh, today we're continuing our weekly topic of working from home. And I wanted to talk a little bit today about trying to stay motivated working from home at the same time, not overworking yourself uh, when working from home, because both are, are really a sort of strong possibilities, I would say. So, but first, before we get into any of that, I think it's important to note that today, big day in history, 40 years ago today, our friend, our misfit, and uh, just a, a great all around guy, Tim Stevens was born. So Tim, congratulations, happy birthday. Thanks for joining on your birthday. Oh, thank you. I yeah. feel so old. It's getting bad. <laughs> it's getting. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, you guys. Us, us on the on the you know that are that are on the Zoom meeting that are significantly older than you take offense. Nah. To so, <laughs> well, Tim, the good news is the gray just started today. I mean, it's amazing how just when you hit forty, your beard turned gray on us. So, I mean, the least... transformation. Yes. <laughs> I was telling easy. Jerry, and this this has been the trend for the last five years for me. Right. It never fails. A month, two months before my birthday, something stops working <laughs> or something starts. And <laughs> lately it's been 10 o'clock. I hit this wall. Doesn't matter how much caffeine, how many cold plunges I do, how many energy drinks. I, it's it. I'm done. 10 o'clock. I'm done. And I... <laughs> hate it <laughs> I would, yeah i would hate that too i hate it and i don't know uh, yeah we need 15 minutes out of you today before you go down so kind of stay with us yeah do you don't mean 10 a.m right <laughs> i'll uh i'll leave that open yeah i'll leave that open 10 a.m i'm done <laughs> <laughs> it is it's just i, I don't understand it's a short work week. I, I don't know yeah <laughs> Seven to ten. So I just, that's all my I got. employer would be uh, too excited about that one. But yeah. Tim's going to need to give us his motivation on uh, what two hours a day looks like for him working. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, uh, so the working from home side of the world and um, motivating yourself. Actually, I would say the best way to motivate yourself on a daily basis is, of course, to attend our call. Oh, <laughs> Duh. Versus. Hey, this morning I'm going to wake up, I'm going to walk out and I'm going to sit in the same office that I've been sitting in and, and that sort of deal. So, so trying to stay motivated really is um, a little bit of a uh, challenge. What I've found is create re for me, recreating that morning ritual and recreating that evening ritual 
in a different way. So, okay, now I'm not in my car anymore, although there have absolutely been times where I went and got in my car and I drove around for 30 minutes or 20 minutes just to kind of, I just needed that, you know? So, so even that where I'm just going to drive around, you know, kind of the neighborhood or whatever, up the freeway and down the freeway, something a little bit less frustrating than what my, my commute used to be, but that really did help. Um, recognizing that I needed that, I, I then created my morning routine to, to sort of incorporate 30 minutes of it's okay to not sit down in front of my computer and immediately start doing email, responding to people. Like I take 30 minutes to just uh, listen to a podcast, listen to a little bit of music. I have, it's so weird. You can't even say their name, but you know, like a, a yeah, her, yeah, her on, <laughs> on my desk. And I ask her to play um, some music for me. And then I'll just, I'll read through the crap email that I get, you know, I don't know why that's just fun for me. So, um, and then in my evenings, it's Cyrus the virus. Yeah. <laughs> it's the, in the evenings I do the same thing. It's, it's a shutdown process and it's a, Hey, when I, when I leave the office, I need to leave the office. You know, I need to leave it here and, and take that time that used to be commute. I, you know, I, I have one minute for commute. So I got to take 30 minutes of, I have to distance myself before I leave the office. What I found is that by doing that, it makes the office less of a all I ever use the office for is work and and so almost that I never wanted my personal office to be that place where I'm like I I don't want to go out there you know what I mean uh Tim any any insight into that sort of motivation how you keep yourself motivated um throughout uh, other than having great great friends like myself and Matt uh, to keep you motivated. Uh, what else might be very helpful? Yes, very helpful. <laughs> but I learned that, and Jerry, you mentioned it, routines and rituals will serve you if you can put them in place and exercise them every day. Now, the argument there could be, well, the monotony of doing the same thing every day is what drives people crazy and what kills motivation. Yes, it, it can. But if your morning immediately starts with you taking your phone and opening it up and looking at that Outlook app or looking at that Teams messaging app and it's 6.30, 6.45, what you're doing is you're teaching yourself and you're wiring your brain that it's okay to never disconnect from the matrix, never get out of the work mindset and it's not healthy. So... This is very difficult for me, and I'm sure it's very difficult for a lot of people, but I don't touch my phone when I get up. I yes. don't. I force myself. There are certain things that I do, and it's changed over time. You know, I've kind of dabbled into the the cold plunges for a while. Um, I'm a spiritual man, so picking up my Bible. I've read some some literature about getting sun as soon as you get up. Some vitamin D helps. Um, with with mental health and morale and, and thought processes, um, talking with my wife as much as I don't get it, you know, I, I don't get enough, but um, just striking up a conversation, even if I'm, to be honest with, even if I'm not interested, I just know that, hey, let me start my day with hopefully a positive note. So routines, rituals, definitely something I would recommend for all is, you know, don't play where you work. Don't. I myself, I'm sitting at a desk 
that I got, I think American furniture warehouse for a couple bucks. And this is where I play. This is where I sit for this podcast. This is where I write for my comedy. This is where I write for my motivational speeches. Um, and then I have my work desk. And I, for the longest time, I blended the two. And I had a KVM switch, and I'd switch from one computer to another. Mm. But that you've got to um, figuratively get in your car and drive away from your job like we did before April 2020 and and stop working. Because if you don't, well, you won't stop working. And you don't, there is no closure for your day, yeah. right? And then yeah. that's who you become. I become a network engineer or network manager, and that's who I am around the clock. And believe me, I, I don't want to identify as that around the clock. Yeah. I just don't, so. Our employers, I think, as much as it was, everyone was afraid of what people would do when they went home, like they all put the spyware on all of our laptops to see, are we actually working in this? They made out like bandits. Like we work, you know, twice, I mean, not twice as long, a good 20 to 30% longer. Like if you're waking up at 630 and your first thing is on your phone and Jerry, your last thing is on your, like how many more hours a day are they getting out of us? So I think that yeah. that worry of people are not going to screw around. Yes, you you can maybe go to the dentist or go quick grocery shop, but they're still getting more hours out of us no matter what. I mean, the blurring between life and work is so rough nowadays. Yeah. That yeah, expectation think... of, oh, I'm sorry, Jerry. Yeah, go ahead. I don't know if you guys, well, I'm sure you do. That that expectation now of getting into back-to-back -back calls, starting at as early as 7.30 and as late as the last call starting at 5. And that, you know, a lot of people wrestle with the, the um the guilt and the temptation and almost the fear of if i don't match my peers in terms of being punctual and being attentive and participating in the endless amount of calls then somehow i'm not of value and it becomes kind of a silent competition uh, true. but yeah that <laughs> and i'm sure you guys go through it I'm getting better at, I don't need to be in that call. I'm not adding value. I've got a team member that can cover that, but it still is. There's some days where it starts at 7 a.m., doesn't end until 5 p.m., and then it's like, well, now I can start to get some work done because I'm done with my call. Yeah. <laughs> You, you, mentioned sorry, about, you, you mentioned about saying no. The one thing about meetings altogether, the one thing I'm feeling more comfortable with, which is a little bit probably um, not as professional, is I'm okay showing up late if I'm back to back to back and I need to go to the bathroom or need to grab something to eat. I'm like, I need five minutes to grab something to eat or go to the bathroom. Like, I'm just going to be five minutes late and I'm just not going to like be upset about it because yeah. of the back to back to backness of everything. Yeah. Yeah. One company that I was working with, um, they set a expectation that all meetings actually started five minutes late. Absolutely. And I thought, man, that really, really worked well. End your meeting five minutes early or start your meeting five minutes late if that's what you're trying to accomplish, right? Either way, it's a five minute delay. But for whatever reason, as just as humans or maybe as Americans or whatever, the leaving it five minutes early never happened. But leaving it on time and, oh, yeah, this next one, everybody kind of cues in, hey, it's five minutes after we're going to go ahead and get started. It worked great. And it really did give that people that moment, that 
that downtime in between meetings, which I do think um, is important. But you come back to motivation when you're when you're back to back and you feel like you didn't get any time in between meetings to even take care of yourself, your your natural bodily functions. You don't have a time to close out that other meeting to start the next meeting to be really present. You do start getting you are less and less motivated. So I would tell you, I think um, it absolutely needs to be we need to as a uh, as an industry recognize that that is the situation and that we need to um, be sure that we're taking that into account. It, you will limit people's motivation slowly but surely over time by not giving them that five minutes, however you can do it as a company. So anyways. And at an individual level, like you've got to regulate that. And you've got to be confident in yourself that you, you're not going to lose your job if you yeah. decide, hey, this meeting that, yeah, I probably should attend. But I'm also going to tell whoever's hosting the meeting, I, I'm, I need to do something. Um, and you have to regulate and you got to take care of yourself. Because the companies, you can't expect them to care about your, your mental and physical health or your motivation. They're just going to push that more button. You've got to take care of yourself. You've got to recognize your value. And if you're leading a team like I am, and you've got to also set an example where, you know, if I'm sending emails out at, at 11 p.m. at night and consistently, um, you got to understand how that's being perceived by the team. Um, and do I have to yeah, report at 11 o'clock because my boss sent it? Like that's yeah. the other. Oh, yeah. We are, our systems are working 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And because of there's that, exceptions, there's, there's exceptions. <laughs> oh, here we go. Let's hear it. Let <laughs> I me mean, guess, IBM's data center. <laughs> I, I, I didn't say IBM. I ring Bob and Mary. Oh, Bob, yeah. We all deal with it. And, and it's certainly, I, I really do. I guess let's tie this a little bit back to comedy. For me, comedy is a, a creative outlet. Well, I'm sure for all of us, right? Comedy is a creative outlet. If you're not into comedy or stand-up or whatever, um, finding a creative outlet that is that thing different from work that actually is maybe a little bit different uh, even from family or or the other obligations that you have in your life, the other roles that you play in your life, I think is important. And I would tell you the fact that we uh, that we do stand-up, that we go to, you know, sometimes we go to open mics, we do our shows, we do this podcast. Um, some of the other parts of work less, I guess I am more motivated if for no other reason than I know I'm going to work and I'm getting material, <laughs> I'm getting material from work today. So <laughs> I'm doing, I'm doing eight, 10 hours of stand up a day. I don't know about you guys, but <laughs> every meeting is an open mic. If you ask me. You're, you're moonlighting on your day job 100%, not even like off hours. It's 100% overlap. <laughs> yes, 100% overlap. Anyways, all right. Well, now we're to open source, so we started to dovetail into it there, but let's talk a little open source. Who has uh, uh, anything to share today as far as a open source comedy, something we could share with our, our, uh, our compatriots, maybe they can share out uh, with the rest of the world? Anybody? I mean, so we were talking about what we've done differently or how do we stay motivated? And, um, you know, so we're on these Zoom calls right now. My background's blurred, but if it wasn't blurred, you usually could see pretty deep in the other people's office. So I'm, I'm on a call. Uh, this is 
with my, with my boss and, you know, people have artwork. So, I mean, his artwork behind him is a nice framed poster, but, you know, does anyone know what uh, happens when a, a piece of glass hits light at a certain angle? Well, you know, glass is see-through, but when it light hits at certain angles, it actually turns into like a mirror. So, it's yeah, right, okay. so, so it's I'm looking at my boss here, but behind him, I see what is now a mirror of what's in front of his laptop, which is ah. big screen TV, literally a big screen TV. And we're having a conversation and he's giving me a performance review and he's like, Matt, you know, like your your stats are you're you're definitely MVP quality. Your stats are like all league. Just keep it up. You know, fight through that fourth quarter, and you know, I think we're gonna win the game. You know, and I'm thinking, wow, those are really nice compliments. Until I looked up and looked into the mirror, which is reflecting above him, and he's watching Sports <laughs> Center. Like, I just got a review by Sports Center instead of like you know, legitimate. <laughs> of my performance so uh you know kudos to him for staying motivated by you know overlapping <laughs> his passion of sports and work and giving me feedback so uh, that's those good. that have tvs uh off camera make sure you pay attention to what's behind you because uh. certain times of the day when the light hits the angle you're going to be called out that's awesome ah, that's a good one that's a good one tim you got anything today I, I just want to comment real quick on Matt, and then yeah, I've got something to share with the with our viewers. Matt, I would I would look into whether those the tone of those reviews changes every week, oh. like his favorite team's performance does. Yeah. That's what it, <laughs> he's Matt, measuring your performance. Matt, you're dragging. You're dragging. Yeah, you're dragging. What are you doing? Or, or Man, I hope court. we get a better draft choice, you know, because you're not you know, holding your weight on the, you know, the line this week. Maybe it's Matt, the you got to turn this too, franchise like, around. Like, yeah. like right now, Matt might be like, uh, it, hey, Matt, you know, you really, you really got to learn to to pass the ball a little bit better between the team. You know, we're looking at, uh, we got to play some, we've got to do a full court press this, um, uh, you know, this month. And then next month or, you know, football will start and it'll be like, hey, you know, Matt, I, I think you really, you really did a good job on kicking that off this year, but I really need to work on your returns. It's going to be seasonal. He's going to have different sports analogies for every season. His reviews will go that way. Yeah. But you know what? He doesn't know about the, the glass in the mirror with different angles. Oh. So maybe we should well, not tell people, but for all hopefully those, he's, hopefully he's not our one viewer. Exactly. <laughs> all right, Tim, well, go ahead. I'm the type of guy when I go to the grocery store, I avoid all human contact as much as possible. I will, I will spend an extra 45 to 50 minutes <laughs> maneuvering through the store, avoiding interactions. I went to Fry's Marketplace the other day, and I was on the hunt for papayas. Big fan of papayas and green chilies. And I go to the produce section, so I'm staring at them, trying to figure out, Hey, are, are these, are these ripe for the picking is, and I realized that I'm, there's a woman that's standing very close to the papayas. And we've all been there where you don't realize the direction you're looking in until someone looks at you and they give you that look as if, why are you looking at me? So the perception was I was staring at her. 
And then I realized there's this figure coming in my peripheral of what probably was her husband looking at me, looking at her. <laughs> so I, again, but human contact, I, I'm not a guy that likes conflict at all. I don't care. I'll get papayas later. So I'm like, I'll come back. So I go to the aisle for the green chilies. And just my luck, so did she. And she positions herself right where the green chilies are at, which I knew. And I saw her ahead of time. So I, I, I was able to avoid the situation again. Then I see him approach her and do one of these numbers around the neck and give her a kiss as if there's an imminent threat. <laughs> then I put two and two together. I put myself in his shoes. Like what's, you know, what's this average good looking gray haired brown man doing in the store looking at, I don't know, maybe his sister. I don't know. So I didn't get papayas. <laughs> I didn't get green chilies. I'm going to a different store. guys. I can't do this anymore. So. Is this a long winded story to say that you really were checking out her papayas and then you, you made it about shopping just and her out. cans. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it's pretty clear that he was also looking at the man's green chili, if you know what I mean. <laughs> He's the one that's uncomfortable about her. But I, it's, it's so related. Two for related. one. Two for so, one. Human interaction is, is, is uh, yeah. Like you said, Jerry, there's comedy wherever you go. And absolutely. It's, yeah. Absolutely. That's it for today's stand-up meeting. Remember... This isn't just a podcast, it's a weekly process to find the funny. You are front row at the birth of any of this comedy. It's open source, so please feel free to share this with people that you work with. If you share something funny with other people, their day will be brighter, and you'll be amazed at how much better your day is because of it. Thank you very much for being here. Have a great day.